one. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here. Very unusual circumstances, but we've done this before. Uh, we have Dr. Jason Dean with us, and we're going to be talking about various aspects of disease X. And you know that has my attention, too. And you've heard some of my reports on this. I can't wait to see what uh, Dr. Dean is going to tell us. Before we start, though, don't you know we're coming to you live from the Noble Gold Studios. And uh, Noble Gold can save your retirement, save your bank account. And they don't make any outrageous claims. They don't guarantee anything. But I've been a customer of Noble Gold for five years, an advertiser for six. Let me send you a free information pack at DaveHodgesGold.com. DaveHodgesGold.com. Don't fall victim to the fact that the banks can keep your money to cushion their fall from grace. And they're in trouble. So DaveHodgesGold.com. Jason, really good to have you back here. Uh, for people who did not perhaps hear our other interview we did in the past, can you give us a real quick synopsis of your background? Yeah, I appreciate it. First of all, thanks for having me back, Dave. Uh, a lot of fun on your show, and we tend to be very like-minded, so it's always enjoyable to chat with somebody who uh, understands what you're saying at even a deeper level. Um, so I'm actually I'm in uh, Central Florida, near Orlando area, at a very... Uh, burgundy red county um so we're all good and safe here and as good. you can see i'm kind of driving to my studios right now and one of those uh running as we go uh, i am a doctor of chiropractic uh i'm also doing functional nutrition i do a lot of uh, muscle testing frequency testing we help people all over the world and uh, man i've been in this space and it's it's kind of strange because i never expected to be in this space uh, going out vocally to the world like this, but I started in this about 2005, just because mm -hmm. I saw pharma and what they were doing um, in this this new world order takeover since at least 2008. And so that's my background, um, just trying to preach every day on not only just the, the 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 basic dangers of what's going on with government tyranny and pharma, but also as we'll talk about today, the levels they've stepped this up to, unfortunately, and it's getting more intense. It is. I want you to assure my audience you're perfectly safe doing this interview. <laughs> I don't want them to worry about you. No, it's fine. I have my phone uh, set up on the on the truck. It's all plugged in. I'm not holding on to anything. <clears throat> and, uh, and I'm almost home to my studio. So when I run inside and get in front of my own thing, don't panic, everybody. I'm just making it even better for Dave. I've done this. I'm fine. Hands are on the wheel looking at the road. So we're all good. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Because safety first. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, I've done some work on um, disease X and also I, I've done an interview with Dr. Anna Miacek and I just did an interview mm -hmm. with Dr. Sherry Edwards. And they're both of the opinion that frequencies can manipulate dormant things that came from the vaccines. And are you finding any frequency interaction effects with what you're considering to be disease X? I, well, and and it, this is uh, this is an even deeper, fun science topic because you know I find very few people who actually have taken a physics class, and then if you've taken a basic physics class, they don't go into this stuff. But you're you're right, and everything in life is a frequency, and I, and I try to educate that on my show, which is mm -hmm. the phone's a frequency, the signal that we're getting here is a frequency, but your body's a frequency, your cells have a frequency, pathogens have a frequency, toxins have a frequency, so. Um, we have noticed that we actually do kinesiology in our office. And so we've actually had people who are, you know, coming in ill uh, and it's very strange illness as well. Uh, even back to COVID, we saw respiratory distress and problems be in, in the end of 2019, Dave. So we saw COVID. We didn't know what it was at the time, but we saw it 
before it was even hitting quote unquote the news cycle when once we got into like February, March, April of 2020. So yes, I do believe they're they're hitting it. Uh, 5G was definitely ramped up. That was definitely a thing. However, we also and and this isn't just my my theory or my speculation, Dave. There's Freedom of Information Act information out there that I have sitting in documents on my computer and printed out showing where for decades before this, not even just recently, they're able to manipulate um, biochemistry of the body, uh, structure of the body, as well as mind of the mind, the mind um, through literally satellites on trucks, on tanks, in helicopters, from towers, etc., so we know that they have the technology. So then from a standpoint of they using it for this, absolutely. I mean, you could use Rife technology in a reversal to affect in a negative way anything, whether it's a toxin or it's a pathogen in the human body. So do I think they're using it? 100% they think that. And, if, and my wife, who's even more kind of chill than I am, I mean, she knows what's going on and she's a doctor as well, but she doesn't dive as deep as I am. She actually thinks more than I do that they're manipulating everybody with the frequencies to bring this stuff up. You know, that's really interesting. I think they're doing two things with the frequencies that I think the passivity we see with the American people is probably frequency induced because the stuff that's going on now would have put us in a revolution 30 years ago. Absolutely. Uh, and so I think there's induced passivity, but also too, um, I know Jose Delgado's work, and I'm sure you're familiar with him going back to the early 60s, and he could manipulate emotions, and it was public. I mean, I used to show the videos in my psychology classes. So yes. I, I, I'm also thinking that some of these mass shooters we see might be psychotronically motivated by frequencies. A hundred percent. And I'll tell you this, too, um, which I think is 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 purely fine for your show because we think deeper than this. Um, so, But the deeper curveball is... I, I, I know to some extent it is, but I believe it's even deeper. I just don't have all the evidence yet. I also do believe they use the moon to uh, change frequencies on us as well. Um, and they, we can prove that out essentially biochemistry wise to our office because every new moon cycle, every full moon cycle, not just from a parasitic standpoint, um, but from other standpoints, we have people who are coming in with definitely different emotional uh emotional statuses than when it's typically the rest of the month if that makes sense yeah well cops for years for decades have talked about the effect of the full moon on criminality yep and, and there's actually been it, some it studies on that to validate that so i think that's uh actually right on the money with this the same, wanna... the same with the, the same with emergency rooms as well they say the same thing emergency rooms yeah. skyrocket during those times yeah, I don't think that's an accident. Well, we are definitely affected by frequencies and people go, oh, I don't know about that. The one thing I'd say to the audience that would be skeptical would be when a when a fun song comes on your radio and you're driving, doesn't your mood improve? And isn't yeah. there music that induces almost paranoia and fear when you watch a movie that they induce at the right time? So, you know, it, it's out there in the obvious for people to see. But I want to go to Disease X because I'm still delving into this. But I think disease X is multifactorial. I don't think it's any one thing. What what have you concluded? So 100%. So I dove into this because the, the first thing I found was that, that Congress um, has a bill ready to go since June 2023. Uh, it's, it's actually an act on disease X. That's exactly what it is, right? Um, and when they, when they put it together, they, they have a couple organizations involved as well. 
Uh, one is BARDA and another one is CEPI. If you just go on and look those up, you'll get the acronym for what they are. Basically, bio, biomedical research, but also biomedical innovations. This is essentially what the, each one of them are. Um, and this goes back to Operation Warp Speed, as well as it goes back to an executive order. I believe it's 13887 that President Trump put in, which is modernizing the influenza vaccine field. And they have been setting this up for a long period of time. If you if your audience goes to CEPI, it's literally C-E-P-I, just, just type those letters in, it'll pop right up. And if you put priority diseases in, disease, so COVID, Dave, was a pilot program. COVID was the setup to see how the masses would react. I hoped that we were smarter, but it didn't work out well. We did not do well in general in America on it. So they know that it works. So now they have priority diseases. Disease X is just one of them. And Disease X has a list underneath them of different, quote unquote, viruses that they plan on rolling out for the population. But on top okay. of that, probably I think under that the, the tabs, they have about eight different diseases that they're also preparing for on top of disease X. That's really interesting. Um, let me, you brought up COVID. Let me go to shedding for a second. And I don't know if you've seen this yeah. or not, but in on November 27th, Denver Jewish announced a hospital organization announced they were rolling out an Ebola vaccine and they were one of 13 regional centers to do so. And um, what we're finding now in follow-up studies, 32% of the people exposed to someone who's been vaccinated with this Ebola vaccine uh, mm -hmm. contract the effects of the vaccine through shedding. Is shedding frequency related or how does shedding work? So with shedding, what we've noticed, and there is a, you can look up an article or a study that's out there. Um, shedding what we've noticed and, and i've seen this in my own office um by the way everybody i've stopped everything is even safer now uh my I'm, I'm at home so <laughs> so we've seen shedding from a standpoint of literally just a person shedding off now this goes into even a different category which is viruses so viruses are not actually a thing um viruses are not they've never been isolated viruses are what are, what are called an exosome your body naturally wants to detox. Your body always wants to detox. The cell is programmed to detox out toxins, pathogens, parasites, you name it, right? So what we've noticed is when somebody, for example, um, has toxicity going on, our bodies also magnetically uh, connect with each other. There is no such thing as a germ theory. If the germ theory was true, everybody would be dead. Meaning, you know, it's proven at this point now where, sure, you could get sick by being near somebody, but it doesn't always happen. That means the theory is actually dead because it would mean it happened all the time. Mm -hmm. You, Dave, could go in a room of 10 people who are sick and you may come out and be perfectly fine. Well, if you come out perfectly fine, then there's no such thing as a germ theory. However, the body has a detox mechanism where let's say there, let's say someone has a COVID vaccine that's injected into them. Okay, that goes into the cell because it's working on the DNA. Well, your body and your cell automatically assume and see that it's a toxin. Your cell gets to work on trying to remove that toxin. What it does is it pushes out, it's called a vesicle. Essentially, it's just considered like a bubble or rust. Your cell is so smart that it packets that up in a vesicle or a bubble and it pushes that out of the cell. Well, that done over and over again by trillions of cells in your body now starts pushing toxins out of the body. 
that shedding will actually come off of a person and can impact another person, either causing a detoxification effect to them or even causing it go into their body. Like when they said around, when they said with COVID, if somebody had um, a vaccine that you didn't really want to get involved with their sweat a lot. Well, because their sweat, their sweat is literally carrying that stuff. But on top okay. of that, on top of that, there's also a magnetical um, situation that, that is involved with it as well. Your cells, our bodies are electric. We create an aura or a magnetism around our bodies. You, we've talked, I mean, people know about this. I mean, somebody who is not nice, they're cranky all the time. You kind of don't want to be around them, right? You're, you're actually, you're actually like, you pushed away from them just naturally versus the person who's happy, they're fun, they like to talk and you're drawn into them. Okay, well, if you're drawn into somebody who is toxic, you potentially are also going to get sick because you're you're magnetically coming up against them. Your body also is going to start to actually shed that up. But shedding is a literal physical thing where these exosomes or vesicles come off the body. And yes, you can be impacted. So we have seen that in clinical practice. Is shedding going to be a part of disease X from what you see? Um. Well, if they if this is a bioweapon, which I believe. So I'm of the. I'm of the opinion, there's a lot of people out there who go, well, there's really no such thing as COVID. It was just a ploy. It was just a, it... we have too many people that actually got ill, meaning like, and, and, I, and I, I come from this day from a physical practice standpoint. Like I see patients five days a week. Um, we had people who did not get vaccinated. They knew it was uh, a bioweapon. They knew it was, this was, this was like a fraud. They knew people were going to get sick and die. They also knew truth before truth even started, before COVID. They were awake to the whole thing. They did not go in fear. They still got sick. And some people got really sick to the point where, like, they had to work on some stuff, right? Um, I do not believe COVID was not real. Um, if you go into the records and just start looking things up, military and Department of Defense has been working with bio bioweapons and gain of function for decades, if not longer. I mean, you can just literally go and... I mean, look up the Tuskegee experiment alone. I mean, they literally spray uh, the population with toxic chemicals and bioweapons all the time. I believe that's what COVID was. I believe it was hit in harder areas, especially like cities and dense populations. So I think that was definitely a problem. So I'm not I'm not personally in the, the world of where, oh, there was nothing. It was just people like fear and it was psychological. No, there was something because we have people who did get ill. Does disease X do the same thing? Yes. I personally, I mean, I don't have any evidence of this yet because they're just saying it's a disease coming. I do believe people at the top, whether it's Fauci or even higher, yes, I do believe that they're preparing something. I mean, they're saying, I mean, I'm not taking it their word because obviously like they lie and they they propagate things and they inflate stuff. But Joe Biden did talk about a dark winter a couple of years ago. And as well, as well, they're claiming this is going to be 20 times worse than COVID. Now, I'm not falling prey to that, but I know that they know what they're doing. And so that number concerns me for the public. Yes. Wow. That's, that's absolutely amazing. Do you, I'm thinking that, and you kind of alluded to this already, that disease X isn't going to be one particular thing, say like Ebola. It's going to be a yeah. cocktail of things that are progressive. How do, how do you look at that? Uh, yeah, well, so uh, my wife had this. I don't have it off the top of my head. I think she she was looking at it the other day. 
she found a list of different uh different quote unquote viral things that they are naming. She found it somewhere on, on a a site that she was looking up just actual diseases. I think they're gonna run um they'll probably run different steps to this. I so my first thought is, Dave, I think they'll run a Marburg style thing first. The exactly. problem with now the problem with that is um, and I bring my wife up a lot on this because, and the reason I bring her up is because one, she is a doctor, so she understands everything we're saying, but she doesn't, she doesn't live in this world all day. Like I do. She has other things that she, she works on. Um, and when I talk to her about Marburg and my wife goes, I'm not worried about COVID. I'm not worried about some of the other stuff they do. She goes, I have some, some concerns on Marburg. And I'm like, why, why do you say that? She goes, Marburg is highly contagious, meaning like you just be around somebody. But on top of that, she's like, Hemorrhagic fever is no joke. Like you will literally see people bleeding, like just walking down the, sh like you could see people, like you'd be talking to somebody like, why are you like, why do you have blood coming out of you? Like hemorrhagic fever is no joke. And if you do that, somebody goes downhill very quickly with that. I mean, you could have somebody, I mean, they talk about the zombie apocalypse and we joke, but the CDC has documentation out on this. Um, if they do this correctly, which I hope that they don't, uh, this could get very sinister, but also could get, and this is not a fear thing for the audience. This could technically get very scary if you're not keeping your wits about you. How closely related is Marburg's to Ebola? Um, it's actually funny. We were talking about that, and it's not far off. Not it's far off at all. all. Yeah, it's yeah. not far off at all. And, and, and actually, those are the two things in my in my discussion with my wife. She goes, between that and Ebola, those are the ones I worry about. And not worry, not worry about as in we're gonna we're gonna get all ill and sick. Just worry about as in those ones. If they mess with, they play with those. Those can cause a lot of damage to a population. Well, I've read many times for years that Ebola is thought to be about ninety percent fatal. Uh, yes, and about ten percent seem to have some kind of immunity to it. What 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 is the death rate for uh, Marbucks? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. I know it's high, but here's the other problem. Not just that. You now have. So I was told the other day, uh, the statistic for COVID vaccinated Americans was 70%. I don't think that number is right because they don't, that number is based on how many vaccines were made. It's not based on how many actually got injected. And a lot of them are thrown away by nursing staffs and doctor staffs because you can only do so much with them. And if they go bad, you got to toss them. That number is recorded. However, I do believe we're over 50% in America vaccinated. I'd agree with I'm, more I'm more concerned about now they roll this out. We already have now at least at least probably half a population who is bioweapon jab. Their immune system is garbage at this point. And 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 let me let me be very clear about this. Um I believe anybody who has two or more of the COVID vaccines, bioweapons, um, I believe time is shorter for you. I do believe it doesn't end super well. I'm not saying that we can't help in certain ways. Um, I believe if you got one and stopped, um, you have a chance. You're probably going to have major autoimmune issues, though. Um, this is no joke. And when they roll this next thing out, any of you who do have it, your immune system is in the toilet at this point. You're, I mean, this was designed to lower your immune system. So when when the next thing rolls out or bioweapon rolls out or whatever happens or frequencies turn on, you are their target, unfortunately. So that's those are the things I'm concerned about, Dave. So you agree with people like Dr. Edwards that 
they'll enact some kind of frequency, whether it's a 5G effect or whatever mm -hmm. they're going to use, and that will bring dormant properties and these vaccines to life inside of a person? Absolutely. hundred percent. Uh, yeah. I mean, the spike protein is a payload. I mean, yeah, that exactly. we, we, we know, we know, I mean, let's do, let's do predictive programming, Dave. Um, I don't watch, I don't watch TV. I'll, I'll be honest with you, but like if I'm on the road or traveling, I'll turn something on just to see what's going on. Cause I, I like to kind of research their own stuff. Um, <laughs> last time I was in a hotel, turned it on and I saw in the span of an hour, two or three HIV commercials. And when they were HIV commercials, it wasn't, it wasn't just a standard commercial. I was, wa I, I'm watching the marketing of it. I know what they do. And it was all young people. It was young people. It wasn't just, it was black people. It was white people. It was Indian people. It was cultural. Um, and I'm like, they are preparing. They are programming people to expect to, they're going to feel a certain way they're get, they're gonna have all these different symptoms. They're gonna go in. You think they're not gonna test positive? Of course, the, the, that that test is manipulated too. They're gonna get the test positive. But on top of that, when that spike protein releases and it has whether it's Marburg in it, a, HIV in it, AIDS, etc. This is Fauci was doing this in the eighties. They're they just they've just perfected this. You're now seeing this unfortunately roll out in the public. What's the goal in your mind? If we go jump to the end game. What would you say they're really after the people that are behind this? Um, depopulation. Um, so here's the, here's my my deeply rooted beliefs. One, these people are terrified at the very top. They're terrified at the top because, and this is this is an eccentric conversation where we're going. Um, these people are not in charge of your planet. Um, these people are not in charge of the planet at all. Like everyone thinks that Fauci and maybe even Trump, I don't, I'm, I have evidence both ways. Um, Fauci's bad, Bill Gates and George. So everyone thinks these people are the ones who like rule the world. They don't rule the world. The, the, the top of the pyramid is far higher for, than them. And the top of the pyramid is controlled by something far outside of this planet. It's not from here. Those people are, these people that actually are trying to control our, our population they are terrified of the things that control them, right? So what are they doing? They're doing what they're commanded to do, which is you have to depopulate a planet. You have to lower because we're not we're not very controllable when consciousness is rising and the population is getting bigger because people start using their brains, they start thinking better, et cetera. And then we find out what's actually happening in this place. Um, it gets a little sketchy at that point. So um, we also have major pole shifts coming if people are watching that stuff we this this planet is going to radically change over the next probably 10 to 20 years based on my experience so we have two things there we have a pole shift that will let will radically change the entire landscape of planet earth but on top of that you have some entities on spiritually that are in control of this place that they do not want us to know about so they are trying to shut us down so they can protect themselves when you're talking entities are you talking on a physical realm or a spiritual realm? Um, I believe the spiritual take physical bodies. So, I mean, I'll, so I'll just use words because it's obviously easier. Um, this this planet is controlled by reptilian. I mean, whether you want to call it reptilian, whether you want to call it something else. I mean, we know that this we know that these people in charge 
they're from different light systems. They're from different places. And, and do I know exactly how they get here? How they? I, I, I'm not, obviously I, I have lots of reading that I've done, and there's different viewpoints and different theories. But we know en- enough at this point, you know, whether it's remote viewers who are very, very scientifically accurate, or people. I mean, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, he went on the Joe Rogan show, and I think Howard Stern. He openly stated, and he's out of the industry now, so it's very fascinating because he got himself out. He openly stated that he was in Hollywood uh, on a, a top level of, of one of the, the skyscrapers there. And an executive was talking to them, him. Billy Corgan turned around to do something else. When he turned back around, that person shifted into something else. And he and Billy would not talk about what he saw that it shifted into. And he just basically said, like, that's not something that's from here. So we have enough people talking now. There's enough people with examples. And. You know, Billy Corgan is very successful, but he also is not in the music industry anymore in Hollywood. He does his own stuff. He's broken away from the whole thing. There's other artists. I mean, I was at Cat Williams just went on one of the other shows. He was talking about some of this stuff. So the really scary part, I'm not scared by it, but I don't even know if people are fully ready, Dave, for, you know, what really this is all about. You know. When we say reptilian, some people are going to go, oh, David Icke, and you know, they're going to go down that route. Yeah. But let me let me tell you uh, very quickly about a presentation I made to hear the Watchmen. Um, we know that there was a war in the cosmos a long time ago, if you're biblical oriented yep. and you think Genesis is true. And the fallen yep. angels were cast to earth. They yes. created a hybrid race through intermarriage. And right. the Bible in verse 4 of chapter 6 of Genesis says and they were there afterwards meaning their dna survived and Correct. what i've what i've looked at now there's a war on carbon life forms just look at all the nonsense with uh, climate change to, uh, policies it's all about attacking carbon well we're we're the carbon and i'm wondering yes. if we don't have two different dna on this planet one dna is trying to subjugate the other in fact a lot of people say that the fallen angels goal was to destroy the soul of god's prized creation of human beings i don't know if that's true but that's one of the suppositions some people will make and this is what's underlying what's going on today does this fit into your paradigm at all in any way shape or form yeah 100 percent. and let me make something clear because I, I i you just talked about biblical stuff i don't want anyone to think what i'm talking about here and when i say reptilian um, that I'm going off into some new agey thing or anything like that. And yeah, I read David Icke and I should, I recommend people go read David Icke. I'm not saying he's perfect or he knows everything, but what I'm saying is he, he backs everything up with history. He backs it up with, with actual sources. And some of it is actually totally biblical, but this is gone. This is throughout all civilizations throughout the, the world. You can see it. And when I say, when you say biblical, Dave, this is a hundred percent biblical. Just because we say reptilian doesn't mean that it's not real. It actually backs and proves out biblical stuff that that we see in the Bible. I think what happens, though, is, you know, I grew up in the church, right? Still still Christian. I think what happens is we get, unfortunately, into this biblical world where we read something that makes us feel good, but we're not reading what those actual words, the root of those words are. Um, You know, back to the original language, you go back to Samaria and even before that, and I think a lot of stuff's been changed and you have to go, okay, what was this language originally? When you do find that stuff, I think you actually come back to the same conclusion that you and I are both talking about right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense because there's a paradigm here that's really emerging. You've got a group that wants to move into transhumanism. That's undeniable. And so that's forsaking your carbon base and you're going more to silicone based. 
and they're waging war on the carbon-based people by trying to outlaw carbon. Um, and then they're trying to outlaw right. food production. And I could go down this whole paradigm here, but I see a bifurcation sure. between the people running this planet and the people they're trying to govern. And I see them almost as two separate entities. The other thing I see with these people too, if you call them people, whatever entities they are, World Economic Forum people, and I'm speaking to you as a psychologist, I see distinct yeah. lack and consistent lack of empathy and emotional depth. I, I see a different mindset, a different psychology, and I think it's biophysical that because it's so consistent among the people that when you see the World Economic Forum and they talk about the things they want to do to us, there's no emotion there whatsoever. It's like you're reading a computer algorithm. 100%. Yeah. Boy. It's, it's, no, it's, it, you're actually right. If if you if if you go back and read, uh, I was actually just reading something last night and I was actually reading on reptilian stuff and just different actual DNA like you were just talking about. And they it actually states and talks about kind of this background of them. Not only are they emotionalists, uh, there's almost no consciousness there to the point where they'll say out loud what they're doing because they have no problem with that. Almost like um, I think and I'm not a psychologist, but I think they like, for example, they call, you know, a sociopath. Right. There's there's no emotion to what doing. They could literally destroy a child or a human being right in front of you. And to them, there's nothing there to us, to us. We uh, like that's like we have love in our hearts. We have kindness. We're souls. We're spirits. We want good for people, et cetera. And, and it's funny because it's not funny, but I say this because sometimes I think about, you know, oh, my gosh, what's going through their mind? Like, how, like, how do they think that? And I, and I, I think someone told me one time. You can't think that way. One, because you'll never get to the level where they're thinking that because it's such a different level of consciousness. It's so low that one, you can't get there because that's not who you are as a being and as a soul. But two, if you went there, you would never come back because it, it, it's just not even possible for you to get there. Does that make sense? It does. In the King James Version of the Bible, it says very clearly if Jesus didn't return for the second time, no flesh would be left alive. That puts me in the mindset today of AI. Is AI yes. part of what you look at at all? I think yes. I do. I do uh, follow follow AI. I use AI. So let me let me clarify up front because some people will be like, "Oh my gosh, he uses AI." Um, I, I believe everything that we have from a physical standpoint, whether it's a computer, it's a book, it's a gun, it's AI, it's it's cryptocurrency, it's dollars, it's whatever, right? Everything is a neutral thing. Everything is just a thing. It's a tool, right? So, you know, you can take money and you can go give it to a church and help somebody, you know, who's hungry eat again, which is obviously a great use of money. Um, or you could take that money and you could give it to traffickers to do something horribly or do drugs, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a tool, positive, negative, et cetera. I believe AI is the same thing, right? So in business, we already use AI. We've been using AI forever. By the way, if you're using Zoom right now, which we are, or if you're using, you know, you're using Google, you're already using AI, just so everyone knows out there. Because I hear a lot of people go, I'm never going to use AI. If you have a phone, you're already on AI. If you're using a computer and software, you're already on it. If you Google, which is Google, Brave Browser, Safari, Mozilla, I don't care which browser you use, you're using AI already. It's been in place for a long period of time, right? But is AI control? I believe AI controls the matrix. I believe we are actually in an AI physical construct. Um, now, not spiritual, physical construct, because I believe it's it's our duty um, through Christ, through our creator, 
to spiritually wake up to all of this. And not, is everyone going to do that? No, not, not necessarily. However, physically, I believe we're all in a physical construct. I, I, I talk about this from a physical standpoint. I help people with their bodies all day long, right? However, you and I both know, and, and I, I jokingly say this, right? Our bodies can be a real pain in the butt, right? <laughs> like you're trying to stay healthy. You're doing this. You're doing all these good things. But then, you know, we're being, you know, sprayed on. It's in our water system. Because our, we are not our bodies, right? The body is only going to live so long, even if you take really good care of it, right? So I believe the body is in a matrix or an AI construct to the point where I think if you dive down deep enough in the body, I think it actually turns in the code, but that's my own little theory versus the spirit, which is much different. And if you go back to what Christ said, he said, one, I'm not of this world. I'm above this world, right? Mm -hmm. He, he rose above this world spiritually, not physically. He didn't care physically what happened, right? I'll take my body. It is what it is. He rose above this world. He's not of this world. He's above this world. Now, I'm not saying that everyone's Jesus Christ, but I do believe he also said, follow me and you could do greater works than I, meaning he's saying, wake up and understand who you are. Yes, you're in this world, but you are not of this world. Please spiritually, not physically, spiritually rise above it so you can leave this place properly and not be part of this really low density where these crazy people, these crazy entities are running the show. Exactly right. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. It'll seem off the wall, but there's a real purpose to it that ties into our discussion. Those are the best, those are the best questions, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how this is going to play. Um, based on my discussions with Dr. Anna Mianchik, uh, she believes, and I think there's some evidence to at least say it's credible to look at, that there is a possible time dilation effect that's embedded in the vaccines. Have you come across that at all? Oh, tell me deeper what you mean by that so I can really. Okay. Well, we, we related this back to the spiritual component. And yep. I said, how if these people know who they are, they're alien hybrids, you know, the fallen angels, if that's where we're going with this. Yeah. But how are they going to escape Judgment Day? And her answer was really intriguing to me. She said, we have finding in our research in the vaccine, there seems to be time dilation effects. So maybe they think, and she was speculating, maybe they think they can be elsewhere when Judgment Day happens as opposed to being there and being thrown in the lake of fire. Ah, okay. Okay. So a couple things that makes me think of, first of all, um, something happened on this timeline that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And what I'm, what I want to say on that is, um, back in 2020, when this all broke and going into 2021, we were talking even on my show and even other shows, we were talking about things that should have been happening in 2022 and 2023 meaning whether it was like a revolution or it was people waking up or the vaccine. we I actually thought people were going to start passing away earlier than they are. Like, I'm like, why are we in the 2024 light? And then I actually have a friend, um, a friend who's another doctor, and she does what's called objective astrology, essentially. So it's not like a bunch of crazy non, non-spiritual stuff. It, it's just like looking at the stars, basically. Mm-hmm. And she said, and she told me, she goes, something's off. I'm like, what do you mean something's off? She goes, Something's something's off, not not bad, but something is off, meaning there's going to be some crazy stuff that goes down. But we're like she's like, we're like two years off, strangely, and it doesn't it doesn't fully make sense yet. I can't explain it, but it's there. So I think timelines have somehow shifted and that could be also biblical timelines. I don't know. And I'm not I'm not 
Um, I'm not a deep studier of this, so I'm just going based on what I was told. But on top of that, um, I believe that we can win this not only physical war, Dave, but I believe we can also win this spiritual war by all of, by by enough of us. It doesn't take a lot. Enough of us waking up fast enough to the point where, and this is just my my. It's, I want to say belief. It's just kind of my theory going forward. When I say belief, I have a, I have a belief that we're all perfectly okay. We're souls. We're gonna we win, and obviously God is helping us. You know, push all this forward. But I have a, I have a theory. I should say, which is, I believe as we rise enough in this planet, and we realize, and people wake up to what's really going on, I believe spiritually somehow. Maybe there's a physical battle, too, that I just can't see, because I think there's a lot of stuff around us we can't see. I believe we actually beat these entities and they are forced to leave the planets and that we can take over and essentially save what this was and make it a better place. Does that make sense? I know that's a little strange, but that's that's kind of how my that's how my mind works a little bit. Well, they're cast down to Earth. There's a cohabitation here. And I think it's their way of establishing dominance on the planet, what they're doing. Yes. Uh, And the depopulation thing starts to make a lot of sense when you look at it in that lens. So I think think you're probably right on the money with that assumption. And I think it's a good assumption. But the time dilation thing, I can't rid my brain of it. Because (laughs) they, they, if they are the fallen angels, they know what their eventual fate is. But they think that they're going to create, they think they're going to create a science that's going to outsmart God. I think it's a fool's errand. But I think uh, I think they when when Dr. Anna said that to me, it hit me right away. And then after the show, I couldn't stop thinking about this. I said, this makes so much sense. If you know what your inevitable fate is, that they're trying to work their way around it. Um, Is the reason they're going about slow burn genocide, which a vaccine is, it's not like you point a gun at someone's head and pull the bullet and they're dead. They're killing people over time. Is it because they know they can't stand up to the massive numbers that would come at them if they if people understood what the objective was? Uh yeah. I mean, you either have to like pull the trigger and everyone goes, or you have to do this slow thing. And and um I think we're coming to a spot, which I've also watched some other people talk about this as well. I think we're coming to a spot probably this year, maybe next year, but it's gonna be soon. I don't like to give a bunch of dates because usually they're all wrong anyway. Um, That's right. That's right. Is uh, I think there's going to be a panic button hit soon with people who actually have taken the shots because I think some stuff's going to start to happen, whether that's actually mass die off or they announce something. I don't know, (laughs) but I think there's going to be, I think we're going to be tossing some chaos when people find out. Yeah. I mean, look at it this way. Um. What if one day, just so, so just so, my camera angle here, just a second. No, okay, no I'm on the I'm on the road, so you nothing's perfect when you're on the road. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No worries, no worries. Um, you know, like like any choice in life, Dave. Um, we always we do our best to make the right decision for what we have with the information we have at that moment, right? And obviously, um, usually we're hoping to get we're getting it from a good source. Uh, well, something happened in 2020, 2021, where people thought that pharmaceutical companies and science companies, all these different, uh, you know, three-letter agencies, they thought, based on public health, they thought they were getting honest advice um, from organizations that there was a problem, 
And as much as I can't stand what happened and I think it's insane and I can't believe people took it a shot and all this different stuff, those people legitimately believed that that was okay and they believed that they were being led the right direction. So they put something into their body that they thought was actually helping them with health. What happens though if four years later, five years later, um, something comes out that says, because I mean, it's coming out right now. I mean, it's obviously coming out all over alternative media. This is going to hit mainstream at some point. They can't stop that flood of information. But what happens with the person who not only got all their injections, but then they gave kids their kids injections? What happens when those people find out that and, and, it, and it hits home and it's no longer a conspiracy theory and just a bunch of right wing, you know, white nationalists on, on this this rumble channel or wherever else they are <laughs> that is telling them this. That it's, they're lying. They're lying. This, they're insane. These people are, are all tinfoil hatters. What happens when somebody comes out and does say, oh, my gosh, what happens if Pfizer is forced to admit, oh, yeah, this was not good. There was something in there wasn't supposed to be in there. Uh, Dave, you have people that not only go into a panic. That potentially turns into chaos, but on top of that, um, they fall down to such a level consciousness-wise, spiritually, that you never know what they're going to do at that point. I mean, you, you'll have you have. I mean, you, I, I always tell people, Dave, you can't even tell everyone the full truth of what's going on on this planet because you have little seventy and eighty or ninety-year-old men and women who couldn't even their mind couldn't handle that. What they would break, they'd have a heart attack. It would be over, right? I think some of that information is coming out in the next year or two, probably where I think you're going to, I think some people are going to be terrified of the, of the thing that they did based on false information. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And there is a day of reckoning of truth coming. Let me, let me give you my reckoning of truth. My, I haven't had claims on any of my insurance in a couple decades, at least. And yet my rates doubled for home and auto. And yep. I talked to a bunch of actuaries and I got the typical, well, it's climate change and all the weather problems and da, da, da. we had to make up the money somewhere. And I knew that was bull crap, <laughs> but I went, I went into the weather data and I, and, and I used to teach statistics and research. I've written courses in it. So I know how to do this research. And I looked at weather patterns, five years, 20 years, hundred years, and what I found is statistically, there's very little difference between weather patterns now and then. So that right. was an absolute lie. I mean, that was an absolute confabulation. So then I said, okay, well, what really makes sense here? Well, people seem to be dying uh, in causes seemingly related to the vaccine. And so I went to some actuaries and I said, you're paying off huge life benefits, aren't you? And some of them admitted to me off the record, yes. And this is why we got to jack up your rates in other areas. People are dying at much earlier rates than expected. And then I went That's and right. looked at uh, mor morbidity statistics in the U.S. Since COVID, our lifespan has decreased by almost three years, from 79 to just almost down to 76. And oh, we're, wow. below, we're below Cuba now by one year in life expectancy. And then the light went on. Bing, this is what is the purpose here. They're, the insurance industries are going broke uh, and they're charging up the rear end for other insurances, but they're doing it because they're paying off death benefits in great numbers. Um, have you followed Ed Dowd at all? No, but I'm familiar with the name. He, I mean, he shows it um, and it's getting bad. He has UK numbers, I believe it is. Um, oh, oh, I know. Who you're, okay. Yes, I have seen that. Yes. 
I mean, the UK numbers are abysmal. They're horrible. And you're right. I've heard this behind the scenes. I have not seen them myself necessarily. I'm not in the industry. Um, but yeah, you're going to get to a spot where you, I mean, it's kind of like the, the homeowner's insurance. I mean, there's companies that left Florida because obviously hurricanes and things that were, that were, you know, mishandled everything else. And they left because they just couldn't afford to do anymore. Well, what happens when everyone across the board, I mean, you, you're, you're now walking into, and this is the perfect storm. It's not just a physical health problem, Dave. Now you're walking into bankruptcy of health insurance companies mm-hmm. which then people don't have their health insurance which i'm not a fan of but at the same time it's emergency medicine and people need that in, in certain times and places that runs out and i'll give you this i actually have a a, a view a follower of mine who she reached out to me um to in uh, in private and she said hey i work for a company in california um, she goes, I can tell you the name. It's called Centene Insurance. Um, and they are the number one or two uh, Medicare provider, like biggest on the planet to the point where they're so big. I think it was either last, I think it was 2023 or end of 22. They, it was under Obama. They, um, they, it was under Obama, but they had to pay later, obviously. Um, they had a one point, I think, nine billion dollar penalty for medicare fraud and fraud that they person they were perpetrated they they committed fraud but the fraud was so big at 1.9 billion and they stroked a check like it was no big deal just to make it go away they that company in california right now behind the scenes is not saying why they're doing it but they're laying off i think they let off over 20,000 employees if, if i remember correctly but they're also they're they're purchasing at a record pace Disaster relief vehicles, emergency disaster equipment, um, training, etc. For disaster relief, as in physical land disaster relief, right now in the millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, and not telling any of their employees why they're buying it all, but they know something's coming. What do you think it is? What would your instincts tell you? Um, I think you have a collapse of the system. I think you potentially have, a, I think a black swan event probably happens to sure. I'm not, Dave, I'm not, I'm not convinced we get to an election in 2024. If we do, uh, if we I do, agree with you. I told, I've been um, saying the same thing. Yep. Uh, black swan of some type, probably going into middle of the year, end of the year. Again, not, not predictions, just that's my thought process. Um, I think we have a false Carrington event that happens again, probably summer to fall. I think we have essentially an implosion of the system that then has to be picked up. I, what I think is, Good or bad, because I don't know 100% fully. I believe they're setting up a giant event that implodes the American economy and everything, and it's to bring Trump back in to build it back up as America 2.0. Now, I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing because I have beliefs on both sides of it. I'm not. I'm not like I'm. A, I, I I will support him because I think he's better than what we what is currently going on. But I, he could be just as selected as the other ones. I, I don't, I don't follow or worship the politicians. I just go, okay, while we're in this matrix, this one probably is better than the other one. But at the same time, um, it's a system. But I think they're building us up to Web 3.0, um, artificial reality, artificial intelligence, and America 2.0, which is an evolution into just a new time period. I, I can't disagree with anything that you just said. I totally find myself in agreement with it 
Um, yep. And it makes a lot of sense. Uh, what one of my broadcast partners, Doug Thornton, believes, former DHS, he believes that grid down's coming. Uh, but we also believe together it's going to be sold as an EMP event, even though it's not, just yep. so they could get the totality of the destruction and enforce all these martial law procedures and so forth. And I agree that would stop an election. And I don't think they can cheat enough to win an election, which is why they got to do this. I, I could see I could see it being looking like looking like I'm not saying it is. I'm looking like a nuke event or an EMP yes. that they that they almost say that they prevent it, which makes everyone cheer. Like, remember, Dave, we have to go to, to get Americans on board. It has to look like America won. And they can make it look like America won to get into their nev- next evolution of technology to healthcare, et cetera. But to do that, you also have to reset the system because we can't keep our current financial system the way it is. It's obviously destroyed. It can't work. However, you can bring us over to a digital system. And I and again, digital system, people freak out about. Blockchain is a neutral technology. Crypto is a neutral technology. I believe there's good and bad of it. You you do need a digital system. We We do have to innovate. However... You have to get us to that level. Well, that means you have to implode one system to rebirth a new system. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, the build back better. There you go, right there. And yeah. and 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 also too, one final thing: the move is to congregate us into smart cities and yes. limit travel, limit what you say, control what you wear, control what you eat. And what does history show when you congregate people forcibly into small confined areas? Genocide happens, and that's uh, right. where we're, we're back to the depopulation thing again i know you've got to go prepare for your show and we got to do this again on a regular basis i want to get you on I the show it. more often uh but i want you to tell people how they can follow your good work uh at brave tv yeah just go over to brave tv.com we actually have a brand new site that's being launched in probably a couple of weeks it's gonna look really cool we'll probably be going live on there but brave tv.com will actually show you all the different social media channels and we also go I go live five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern time for either an hour or two hours, depending on the guests or depending on what we're talking about. So that's what I'm running to next. But um, we're just trying to educate as many people as possible. And we go down some fun rabbit holes, Dave, because, you know, we're trying to educate people on what's really happening. And it's uh, it, it can be it can be hard for some people to do it. But at the same time, you know, take it drip by drip, you know, take a step back. if It's too much for you. And then, then dive back in. Cause we really do have to wake up as many as we can, both physically and spiritually as well. Well, you did the, a good job with the spiritual today. Just the fact that we went down the Avenue we went is going to cause people to take a look at their Bible and maybe re-examine where they're at spiritually. So I think there was a lot of value in what we did, but I do appreciate you coming on. My thanks to CJ for facilitating our our getting together here. But uh, I want to do this again sooner rather than later because this is fascinating. We've left a lot of things on the table. I love it, Dave. I appreciate it as always. You have a great show. It's always a joy to be on. Thank you very much, Jason. I'll be in touch. Take care. You are.